Welcome to Sofa Gamers Raw. What up, podcast? Bex here. I hope you guys are having a great day. Today, I want to talk with you about a concept that I'm pretty sure you heard of plenty of times, but I kind of doubt that you are doing something about it. <laughs> Let me explain a bit better. Today, I want to discuss with you this concept of focusing on the now, on the present, on the moment that we are actually living right now. And this is what you probably heard of a lot, right? But my question is, have you ever done anything about it? Besides just briefly thinking of that concept of living in the now, in the present moment, Like, did you really took time of your life someday? You sat with yourself, you kind of discussed with yourself, self-talk, you know, which is important, and you address this topic. If you never did that, I recommend that you do, and that you do it today, after listening to this episode of the podcast. And the reason I am bringing this subject up, first in real life and then also in the world of video games, because this happens I think a lot, is the constant struggle that we have as humans to actually stay on track when it comes to focusing on what's happening right now in our life. And let me develop a bit more so this that I'm saying makes more sense. Normally, the majority of the time when we don't train ourselves enough, when we are not self-conscious enough about this, what happens is that we dwell a lot in the past, meaning our mind is more connected with past events, with people, with work, with our emotions. So mentally, we are often connected with the past, meaning as your body reacts to the messages that your brain sends, It doesn't make distinction between that past reality and the present reality you are in. And many of us live trapped in the past. This is not just a cliche. This is why many times our life doesn't move forward because we are hooked emotionally in the past. And if you want to learn more deeply the real effects this has on our health and our life, I recommend that you check the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's one of the top people for me in the world. He's an amazing person and has an amazing and incredible work, so check him out. But basically, that's what happens, you know? If your mind is stuck in the past and living those past experiences again and again, because your brain has an incredible ability to do that, what happens is that those emotions are the message you are passing to your body. So this can bring serious health issues, chronic disease, autoimmune disease, cancer, and so on. You know, it's serious. And if you go to a doctor because your body, physical body is not healthy, is not feeling well, they will, of course, not go to the root of the problem. They will go to the symptom and they will try to heal the symptom. What that has as an effect is a very short-term change. You might feel a bit better, but then very soon you will just dive in again into the same because you didn't go to fix the root. 
So if your mind is stuck in the past and you are reimagining constantly your past experiences, your past emotions, chemically your brain will send to your physical body a response and that causes serious health issues as I was mentioning. This is just for you to get an idea of how most people live and if you want to check that in your life, do this. If you are in the end of your day, try to think, try to remember all the thoughts or at least the majority of the thoughts you had during your day. How many of those thoughts are past experiences, are past emotions? Analyze that. If you do that deeply and seriously for five or ten minutes, you, will, might, you might be shocked with the result because it's a lot. So what happens when we pull ourselves to the present? A shift, a change, a big change happens because then it's like you are able to cut with those past emotions and past sensations and be present. But before we develop a bit more, let's now do a bit the opposite. We all should have goals and objectives in our life. That is what makes us move forward, right? To have something ahead on the road that we know we want to get. This is super important to work, to develop and to strengthen. But at the same time, it's also important not to live constantly in that state, but to compare with having your head in the future, which is positive for the majority of the cases and having your mind stuck in the past, which is very negative. That's the comparison I want to make. I want you to understand that it's very different and the outcomes are completely different. When you focus on the future, what happens is that your present life begins to change for better. Let me give you an example. Do this exercise. Close your eyes, take a deep breath using your nose to inhale and then exhale slowly. And then picture, imagine, visualize in your mind something you wish to achieve next week. It can be anything. It can be at a professional level, at a personal level, at a relationships level, in terms of behavior, if you wish to change and improve something, anything. Visualize something now with richness of details, what you want to achieve next week. How you see yourself doing that. And finally, visualize yourself celebrating that achievement. Have it clear in your head that it is already a reality. Then open your eyes and smile. Everything seems clearer in your head, right? Right now, after doing that visualization, you brought more clarity, more perspective into what you want to achieve. Perfect. Now let's rewind a bit. You did that in the present. In that moment, you closed your eyes and you did a specific visualization. But you did it in a way to become closer of what you want to be, of what you want to conquer, to achieve, right? 
So what happens is living in the present, but projecting consciously and with deep intention, your future, that will help you live more grounded in the moment that you are living. How, you might think? But you just told me, Bex, to visualize something that it's in the future, not now. Exactly. But when you do that, whatever is happening in the present, in that moment that you are living now, you will take action for that to become a reality. Meaning, you will be doing plenty of things. You rewired yourself to a reality that you want, to something that you want your life to be, something that you wish to change in your future self. So you will be working in the present to become that, to achieve that. Does this make sense to you? So, contrary to what happens when you dwell in the past, emotionally and physically, the effects this can bring to your health and to your life are very detrimental and can be ultimately be very serious and even, I have to say it, even make you die, you know? It's real. Life has a moment that will end at a point. But we want to extend our life and live it in a meaningful and fulfilled way for as long as possible. So in order to become closer and closer to those principles, we have to work on ourselves. And we have to work on ourselves now, in this moment, today, in what you are doing right now. So pull your attention to the actions that you do consistently and daily to become a better person in the future, to extend your life for more years and live those years with health, with more joy, with more happiness, with more clarity, with more intention. So that's how we can shift the turn of events in our lives and our health by stopping, by cutting emotionally with the past. I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying this is gonna happen from day to night. But if you keep consistent in that work of self-improvement, of self-knowledge, you will get there. There are many tools that I teach to my clients and some of them I always share here in the podcast. And today, that's how we should start approaching this conversation. Then the tools that can be used to give us more ground, to give us more presence, and to make us rich and have the future that we want, then it's just work, you know? You have to work on yourself. But one of the most important, if not the most important step of all, is the first one you give, is when you shift the mindset, the approach, the mentality, and you cut with what's not serving you. Otherwise, that sensation and that feeling of overwhelm is also a reality. Let's say one last example in a more brief gap of time. Imagine when you wake up in the morning, you have a full day, so many things to do, so much to solve, so many things to tick off your to-do list, right? We all know how those days are. If you start your day, if you start your morning already stuck in all that you have to do, you will be in a state of overwhelm throughout the day that probably you will arrive to the end of the day and you will not finish everything. Because prior to that, you've already started to overthink 
and dwelling and generating frustration and that huge sense of overwhelm that sometimes your body is so overwhelmed that it releases a charge of chemicals that just makes you almost numb you know like it and you you create excuses not to do the things or you start doing others that are not important to replace those to tell yourself oh but uh, i had to do that as well don't do what's urgent do what's important first so this can also, in the space of a day, generate a lot of this overwhelm situation because you are too focused in a non-constructive way on all the things you have to do. So in this case, in this very short-term future, that is not beneficial, right? So I just wanted to give you two examples. One that is very positive and constructs, builds your future life. And another one, again, short-term, short vision, not long-term vision, that can create unnecessary stress in life. So study how you approach your days, how you start them. I gave you the morning priming already in a previous episode of the podcast. is episode number 62. Morning priming, grab your life. It's, in all honesty, one of the best ways you have to start your day. And I gave that to you for free. So use it, <laughs> please, and share with your friends. Even if they never heard the podcast, just tell them, look, go to this dude's podcast. Just ah, don't listen to what he says before. Just move forward to where that morning priming starts. It's going to change your life. Do that consistently. And I guarantee that you will eliminate a lot of this sensation of overwhelm because you are recalibrating your brain in a very different way, starting your day with gratitude and constructing your future at the same time. So, kind of done now with the real life <laughs> part of the podcast, I want to also tell you how this living in the present, how living in the now, in the moment is also important in the world of video games. Let me see if you identify yourself with this. Do you have a big library of video games? You probably do, right? If you are listening to this podcast, I assume that you have at least 50 or 100 games in your library, if not much more. <laughs> What starts to happen when you have a lot of video games and consequently most of them you are not playing them? How does that feel when sometimes you want to play? You might feel a bit of this overwhelmed sensation, right? And even sometimes lose like 10 minutes or 15 or sometimes even more just scrolling through your library, seeing all those games there in front of you and wondering which one will you play today? And then in the end, it can happen that you might go do something else, not even play video games, or you just spent all that time and you will go back to play the same video game you were playing yesterday, right? Didn't this happen to you before? <laughs> I'm sure it did, right? And why does that come to be? Because we fill that part of our life with a lot of games. Games that we know consciously, we make that decision upon purchase one of those games that probably will not play it or we will play it just in a few months or next year, <laughs> right? Still we buy it. But then we are compounding and in an involuntary way, we are creating that overwhelm, that anxiety of what are we going to do now because we are stuck somewhere else that is not that moment. We rarely buy a game, play it from start to finish, and then we go and buy the next game, play it from start to finish, and then we decide what comes next. 
No, we buy them because it's sale, because it's an incredible price, because, oh my goodness, it's so cheap. How can I not buy this, right? Oh no, this game is so good. I have to have it in my library. Come on, it's like a good book. Even if I'm not reading it now, just in a couple of years, I must have it, especially now that it's so cheap. We've all been there, right? But I just want you to be aware that this can also be a source of overwhelm and anxiety in the world of video games. If you feel that, you have to start managing your library of games or your trigger happy purchases <laughs> more carefully, right? It's just something for you to think about or just to have a laugh if you want, but just know that this is real. It happens, it happens to us all, and in the end it's always a choice. Like everything else in our life, the choice in the end, it's in our hands. So that's pretty much it for today, my friends. Thank you for listening to today's episode. One last request, as always. If you like what you hear, share it with your friends, share it with the community, give me a shout out in your social media and tag me if you like the podcast so I can do the same for you and also leave your reviews if the platform you listen to this podcast allows for it. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening to today's episode of the show and I hope to see you guys soon, really soon for another episode of the podcast. Until then, take care my friends and have a great day.